0: I can't help it i ball like a celtic i can't help it now nah, i can't help it now nah, i can't help it i ball like a celtic i can't help it i ball like a celtic wow 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 celtics come out with a huge win against the brooklyn nets in game 2 of the series 114-107 the celtics were down by as many as 17 points in that second quarter, and came back and blew the doors off in the second half. Just an unbelievable second half for this team, uh, but going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Uh, going to run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and we'll talk about game three heading into heading into Brooklyn here. Uh, but got to give player of the game today to two unsung heroes that will not get enough credit from national media. Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard. Both of these guys tonight came out and showed up. Last game, Celtics really did not get a lot of help from the bench. Tonight, 17 points from Grant Williams. 4 of 4 from the field. 3 of 3 from 3. 6 of 6 from the free throw line. Did not miss a shot all night long. Also added in 6 rebounds. One of the few guys on the team that really rebounded well tonight. Uh, 2 blocks as well. This is like an all-time Grant Williams performance. Like really, really came out and gave it everything. Like today was a game where... In the first half, the Celtics were really struggling to put together offense. And Grant Williams was there. Like Grant Williams at halftime, 13 points. Uh, ended up with what did he end up with here? Grant Williams, 17 points, had 13 in that first half, and was one of the only guys that had it going. So you gotta give him a lot of credit for, you know, keeping the Celtics At a reasonable number. like We were down 17. Grant went on a a 7-0 run himself, I believe. uh, And ended up bringing this down. uh, Just down 10 at halftime. So this was a huge, huge game for Grant Williams. And ignore the 17 points and the fact that he was perfect from the field. uh, He just defensively played really well. And... One of the, again, you know, one of the only guys on the team that rebounded as well as we would have hoped, right? Like obviously no time Lord. This is a game where through the majority of it, we were being out rebounded by double digit numbers, which is crazy because we're one of the better rebounding teams. Uh, obviously no time Lord that significantly hurts it, Right. But Grant Williams stepped up today, had a couple of massive blockouts, big rebounds, uh, and just came up clutch at a number of times. Uh, so got to give a lot of credit to Grant Williams here. But Peyton Pritchard, right there with him. Dude, this guy, ended the night, 10 points, 4 rebounds, an assist, 5 of 7 from the field. And a lot of it came late. He had points after the third and went on added in eight points in that fourth quarter uh, so you talk about guys stepping up when you really really need it Peyton Pritchard was that guy today fourth quarter stepped up in a major way and played significant minutes like he was out there for 16 minutes tonight Derek White only 13 you know there there was a point in today's game and You know, Mike Gorman talked about it. They were kind of attacking Derek White defensively. They were trying to go at him. And Derek White's a really solid defender, right? Peyton Pritchard went in there. They didn't really attack Peyton Pritchard. Dragic tried to at times. Peyton Pritchard stayed in front of him every step of the way. So this was as impressive as it gets for Peyton Pritchard in a playoff game. Like we have not seen this. We had a lot of huge performances, but those two guys tonight, Grant and Pritchard, were just stellar. Like great, great performances. Uh, the next guy for me, you gotta look at Jalen Brown. This was a this was a game where he really struggled to start. Both the, both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, uh, but Jalen Brown at the end of. At the end of the third quarter, had just 12 points. End of the night with 22. So similar to Peyton Pritchard, stepped on the gas. Added 10 points in that fourth quarter. So between Jalen Brown and Peyton Pritchard, they combined for 18 of the 29 points for the Celtics team. So just really, really impressive. Uh, and you look at the shooting like splits, solid. Like 9 of 18, 2 of 6 from 3, didn't get to the free throw line a bunch, but added 6 assists. Like, solid, right? He had a couple of great passes. Defensively, he is just on top of the world. The last two games, I think he had 4 steals last game, uh, chipped in another 3 tonight. And his steals came at huge, huge points. All of them. Like, he had a great steal on a... On Curry that led to Al uh, getting a transition and one. Another huge steal that led to a Tatum transition dunk. Uh, Actually, two steals led to Tatum transition dunks. So, super impressive game from him defensively. uh, But also, fourth quarter, turned on the Jets. And just blew this game out. Celtics outscored the Nets 29-17 in the fourth. 30-25 30-25 in the third. Just all-around great performance in the second half tonight. Got to give the Celtics a lot of credit here. Jason Tatum really struggled from you know the field. I'm not going to say struggled because overall his game, not that bad. Or pretty solid, I should say. But 19 points, 6 rebounds, 10 assists. For Jason Tatum tonight. 10 assists. Now. Through the majority of the game. There was a point where he was 3 of 13 from the field. 3 of 13 from the field. That was at after the third quarter. Right. Two of those three makes. Were wide open transition dunks off of steals. So he was 1 of 11. At one point. You know taking out those two transition dunks right one of 11 end of the night five of 16 so that part solid right seven of eight from the free throw line but the assist number is the reason that this is a solid game for him because if you look at the shooting splits and you look at what he did on that end it was struggle city for a lot of it fourth quarter he came up huge at a couple different couple different points Like, he was another one, only 12 points. So him and JB, only 12 points after the third. Jason Tatum chipped in another seven. So you look like, that's basically the offense, right? You've got Jalen Brown with 10. You've got Peyton Pritchard with eight. You've got Jason Tatum with seven. That's 25 of the 29. Uh, Marcus Smart had that. Unbelievable finish late where he basically the shot clock was expiring. He threw it off the backboard off one foot, banked it in, uh, to go up ten with like a minute left. And that's the probably the gif of the year. Is Jalen Brown holds up Marcus Smart's hand and is walking down the court staring at Marcus Smart's hand. There will be gifs, memes all over the place in about five minutes' time, if there aren't already. Uh, But like, you look, this team really came together in that fourth quarter and played outstanding basketball. Like at the end of the at the end of half, the Brooklyn Nets had sixty five points. Like they were on pace to just go absolutely nuclear. And score a ton of points. The Celtics buckled down. 65 points in the first half for them. 42 points in the second half. Like this is Celtics basketball. You want to talk about a tale of two halves? This is it. I feel like I've said that a lot this year. uh, But this is another perfect example of it. This wasn't a game where the Celtics were... You know, shooting lights out. I will say the ball movement, spectacular at times. At other times, non-existent. Like there were a lot of stretches in today's game where the Celtics just couldn't hit anything. The ball wasn't moving. We we switched back to a little bit of iso ball and it wasn't good. So you see a little bit of that, but the Celtics pulled through. They really just pulled through and played at a a super, super high level in that second half, specifically the fourth quarter where we outscored them by 12 points. But this is what it's all about, right? This game, it's certainly not all sunshine and rainbows, right? There were some bad parts to today's game. I do want to talk about that. I'll keep that section short since today's a win. But I want to talk about some of the negatives, and I want to talk about heading into this uh, Game 3 in Brooklyn uh, and some of the other storylines that are popping up here. Before I do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Green's Nutrition. Venture Green's Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at venturegreensnutrition.com. Use code Celtics Take 15. That's Celtics Take 15 for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, we are back, and I don't know how I could possibly start this next segment and talk about some of the negatives. Without talking about Al Horford and Daniel Tice. Because they both had outstanding games. And I completely skipped past that in the first segment. So we're rewinding this a tad. And we get to talk about this. Al Horford is continuing to be playoff daddy Al. My goodness. This guy is just on fire. This series so far, 16.6 rebounds, two assists, two steals, a block, six of 10 from the field, three of six from three. That is vintage Al Horford. Like I'm talking Atlanta Hawks, all-star level Al Horford, like playing at such a high level defensively. One of my favorite possessions of the game was him on Kyrie Irving. Al Horford, 35 years old, Kyrie, one of the best ball handlers in the league, can dribble past almost anybody at any point, and Al Horford stayed in front of him for a solid five seconds and forced a really tough shot up that Kyrie did miss, uh, but Al Horford tonight, I thought it was spectacular, and running alongside him, Al Horford did foul up, by the way, so that's That might be the reason. I don't know. I'm just going to chalk it up and say that's a big L on my part for not mentioning it earlier. Uh, Al Horford, solid game. Daniel Tice tonight. Played 31 minutes. Al Horford, again, was in foul trouble. Ended up fouling out. Daniel Tice, also pretty much in foul trouble. Ended the night with five, but was super efficient. There was a point in today's game in the late second quarter where Grant Williams... And Daniel Tice were the two leading scorers of this team. I tweeted this. That is not a recipe for success. <laughs> like having those two guys leading your team. But you got to give them credit. And in the night, 15 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal uh, on seven of nine from the field. Seven of nine from the field. Shot really well. Like he had one basket today that was just like absolutely beautiful that short range jumper from Marcus Smart after Marcus Smart drove the baseline and kicked out to him that tied the game right like that was a huge huge point uh for Daniel Tice for this team as a whole so you got to give Daniel Tice a lot of credit here as well I thought those guys played great Marcus Smart you you got to give him a little bit of credit. I think defensively, he did a really good job defending Kyrie. Stat line is okay. Like it is what it is: twelve points, a rebound, five assists, a steal. Not super efficient from the field. I did talk about him with that incredible finish in the fourth. Uh, defensively, played great. Offensively, not really a factor through through most of the night. But it was a cool moment. Uh, watching the Celtics honor him for being Defensive Player of the Year today. Uh, It was really cool. Glad the Celtics did that. If you aren't watching on NBC Sports Boston and you had to watch the national broadcast, I don't know if you saw that. But if you're in the area and were watching Mike and Scal do the broadcast, you witnessed it. And it was beautiful to watch. Uh, So anyways... That's where we're transitioning. Uh, We want to talk some negatives here. Listen, that first half was tough. The entire first half. We were outscored 33-24 in the first quarter. And not to outdo it by much, we gave up 32 points in the second quarter as well. The Celtics cannot do this. Like We are and should be The best defensive team in the NBA. And it's just not possible. Like We should not be allowing this to happen. This Brooklyn Nets team, very good defensively. I mean, offensively, right? They've got two of the most elite scores in the game in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Uh, But you can't give up 65 points and a half to them. And honestly... It wasn't even KD and Kyrie. They were killing us like Kevin Durant ended the night, 27 points, four of 17 from the field, horrible shooting. Kyrie Irving, who torched us for 39 points, 10 points on four of 13 shooting like bad nights. Kevin Durant went 18 of 20 from the free throw line. So you got to give him credit. He got fouled every time he touched the ball. Basically, uh, But it forced him out of a rhythm, which is huge. Kyrie Irving did nothing. Like 10 points, nothing. Non-factor, one assist. That's it. Absolutely non-factor. But the guys that killed us in that first were Bruce Brown and Goran Dragic. Dragic ended up with 18 points. Bruce Brown ended up with 23 Bruce Brown was just four shy of Kevin Durant for the team lead. Like, we let two bench guys torch us, and that hurts. Like, that really, really hurts. Because you look, you had, just at halftime, Brown had 14, Dragic had 16. They had 30 points between the two of them at halftime. That's not going to do it. It's not going to do it like that obviously clamped down in the second half, but you want to talk about the game plan coming into this. Ime may talked about it before too. Like the whole plan is you got to try and clamp the rest of the guys. KD probably going to get his Kyrie probably going to get his, but you have to stop the other guys from doing their thing also, right? Like you've got, Two guys that typically are unstoppable in Durant and Kyrie. And you, if you're going to let them score, you got to make sure everyone else is in check. And they did not do that tonight. Fortunately, the Celtics smothered the absolute hell out of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving tonight. Kyrie, 40 minutes. Durant, 42 minutes. Both of them shot a combined four of... 30. Uh, I'm sorry, 8 of 30. Like it's terrible. It's 27% combined for the two of them. Two star players. Again, Kyrie uh Kevin Durant hitting 18 of 20 from the free throw line. That certainly helps his cause, right? But when you are holding two of the best scorers in the NBA to 27%, that right there is proof. That this Celtics defense is so elite, so elite. So you got to give them a lot of credit. Uh, but listen, the the first half, you saw it. You let you let Bruce Brown, Dragic kind of go off, do their thing, and offensively, you didn't do anything. They were stagnant a lot. They were not cutting. They weren't driving as much. They were settling for outside shots. They were missing all of the outside shots. And it was just, they were disconnected. Again, I mentioned it at one point. There was a point in the second quarter where the Celtics were being out-rebounded 18-7. 18-7. to When that happens, there's a couple different things that you get hit with, right? You don't get out in transition because you're not rebounding the ball. And you're giving up second chance points. And that happened the entire first half. It was just, it was ugly. You know, and when you're giving up all of these rebounds to Brooklyn, they're the ones getting out in transition. And that's where Dragic really beat us. Like, he played really well today in transition, whether it was getting to the rim or pulling up and doing that little mid-range shot that he's in love with. But that's their game. That's when they're at their best. And you can't give that to them. So there are a lot of things. There are still things that need to be fixed in order for the Celtics team to go out there and potentially sweep, right? Like Obviously, we're looking at a best-of-seven series. Teams that win the first two games of of best-of-seven series end up winning 92% of the time. But these next two games are critical. If we can pull one from Brooklyn, great. Series is most likely a wrap. We'll take it home in five. That was my prediction before the series started. Right? But, if we go out there and play like this, in Brooklyn, we're not going to have the fans on our side. And all those Kyrie sucks chants are now going to flip to Boston. And mentally you need to make sure the Celtics are ready for this and you also need to (laughs) accept the fact that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving probably going to play better than they did tonight right so if we play the same way that we did tonight but those guys are better this is it's going to be a tough game right like you don't want that so you gotta clean up some of these mistakes. You gotta stop Bruce Brown. You gotta stop Dragic, and you gotta stay connected on the offensive end. Like we saw we got a, a great spark from Grant and Pritchard today off the bench. We need that to continue. We need those guys. We don't need like 30 combined points between the two. Uh or 27 combined points for the two. But we need them to come out and just hit shots. I'm not going to sit here and expect 9 of 11 combined between the two of them, because that's crazy. But you got to come out and hit shots. And that's it. If they do that, the Celtics can make a run at this. Right? Adrian Wojnarowski came out, tweeted, and said that. Ben Simmons is likely coming back around game four or game five. There's optimism around that. If that's the case, if the Celtics can pull together another victory or two on the road, I'll I'll, I'll be happy with one, right? If we come out of Brooklyn up 3 1, I'm happy. Because now Ben Simmons comes back. And I've said this and I'll say it again. I do not think that's going to drastically change this Nets team because I don't think he's going to be playing a lot and I don't think he's going to be as effective, but he still can be a pretty high-level defender. I don't think it's going to be good for that team. I think that he's a guy that needs the ball in his hands a lot and that's not going to work without any sort of you know, familiarity. Like he hasn't played basketball in over a year. He's on a brand new team, brand new guys. Right? The only one he's played with is Curry at this point. Right? Who's probably going to be taking minutes from. <laughs> right? So, at this point, I don't think it's really going to make much of a difference, but I don't want to risk that. If we can win this thing in four, five games, that gives Robert Williams some time to rest. Before series number two. And that is all you can ask for. They talked about this pre-game. Ime Odoka did. Uh, Right now, Robert Williams, three-on-three workouts. He's in actual contact playing three-on-three in practice. And Ime said that he looked good. The expectation is still that they're going to play this series without him. But they did not rule him out. So, I would expect Time Lord to sit unless we get to a point where it's like game six or seven. I wouldn't expect him before that, just for sake of caution at that point. Uh, But that's where we stand. The Celtics, huge win in Brooklyn or in Boston against Brooklyn, Uh, go up 2 0 on the series. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Guy. Uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star, written review, everything helps. Uh, and make sure to tune in Saturday night, 7.30 Eastern Time, Celtics at Brooklyn. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic I can't help it now nah, I can't help it now nah, I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic, I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic